What's up, Pod Nation? I have some troubling news for you. We unfortunately do not have the last 15 minutes of the podcast. When our guest and the live studio audience both put on luxurious face masks, so you don't get to hear how it turned out. But don't you worry, we're going to record a second part to this episode because, trust me, this is going to be good. Let's take it away! This is so cool. Thanks. This is how we treat our guests here at the Stude. (laughs) It's a studio and also a recording studio. I have this too. Yeah, it's so true. Well, Abby, thank you for cleaning off this table. I usually have some books on this, but she like really straight. No, she moved that chair over there for like better viewing. Better placement. Okay, cool. Well, surprise, guys, we've been recording the whole time. Did you know that? No. Okay, cool. So why don't you welcome to the show? We don't have a theme song yet. Uh, this show is called Do Good, Feel Good. Do, you, do either of you guys want to... Well, actually, there's only one guest here. We just have a silent audience <laughs> to our left. So I'll just make up a song. Um, Alexa, stop. Okay, here's the song. <laughs> do Good, Feel Good. It's the Do Good, Feel Good show. Is it good? I thought it was great. Okay, well, why don't you introduce ourselves, yourself, your, our special guest? We can introduce ourselves as okay. a collective duo. Yeah, I've actually never introduced myself on the podcast. You should probably get started. Yeah, I'm Lauren. In previous episodes, I've said I was Ellen DeGeneres and a few other people, but my friend Nisha said I should use my real name and yeah. be proud of who I am. So I'm Lauren. I'm the host of this show. It makes sense because you want to make sure that no one's you know stalking you. You have, like, all your fans. You got to keep your, like, your, your secret identity. Yeah. Yeah. But now I've just revealed it, so <laughs> it's this... not going to be safe Damn. for me anymore. Oh, my gosh. Okay, and who are you? Well, uh, I'm the person that's going to help you find a safe place to go now that your secret identity's out. No, uh, my name is Dan Nolan. Uh, I live in Washington, D.C., and I currently work in sports broadcasting, which is how I ended up getting connected for the show today. Can you disclose where you work? Uh, Monumental Sports and Entertainment. That's right, y'all. He knows famous people. He works (laughs) with the sports teams. Which sports teams do you work for? Uh, My first couple of years, I worked primarily with the Washington Wizards. So my first two years at the job, I traveled with the team. Anywhere they would go, I would go. So it could be a game in D.C. or a practice in Dallas or a bowling alley in Salt Lake City. Any of those things. And then uh, the last couple of years, I've kind of broadened that. There's a lot of teams at Monumental. So uh, I've done stuff with the Wizards, with the Capitals, um, with the Mystics, the WNBA team. We have two arena football league teams we work with. I do sideline reporting for them, as well as the Mystics. Um, there's an a eSports team called Wizards District Gaming for the NBA 2K League, as in Wait. playing video games for a living. Okay, that's what I thought it was. And so I produce content for them as well. So there's a bunch of different sports teams. When you say produce content, what does that mean? Okay, good question, because that's definitely <laughs> Getting one... down to the nitty-gritty. Exactly. Wait, really quick, before I keep talking, I'm going to play a soundtrack called Pure Moods. You guys might remember it from the 90s. It's very soothing, and it fits with what we're going to do to feel good today, which is... We're going to do face masks. Have to. 
We always do face masks on Saturday around 3. Okay, Alexa, please play Pure Moods, Volume 1. Oh, Alexa. Alexa, please play Pure Moods Volume 1 on Spotify. Okay, I'm just going to play it on my phone. I have it on my phone. I have it here on Wait, my Spotify. Wait, do, do you not have it memorized? Could you just sing the whole thing? It's not. Do you remember Pure Moods? It's not well, It's not all lyrics. A lot of it is like just soothing sounds. Well, we weren't as old as you were in the 90s. Why Whoa, are you going to? The studio audience is harsh. Okay, the studio audience is here to laugh, and that's it. Um, Luke's 28. How old are you? I'm 26. I told myself I wasn't going to cuss on this episode. I told myself I wasn't going to cry. Oh, we've already got tears. We're not even seven minutes in. Okay, here we go. Okay, anyone out there who's older than 26, apparently, you have to remember this song. <laughs> and this whole album. You'll hear it in the background. Just wait. Anyways. Oh, oh man, I wanted to have fun intro music for you. Okay, hold on. You can add it in later. No, I can't. I don't have any editing software. Okay. Um, wait, so why don't you talk about what you do one more time? Okay. Hey, guys. It's Dan. I'm just getting on the show right now for this awesome introduction to Fly Like an Eagle. Tick, tock, tick. The show's going. Uh, so I do work in sports broadcasting. I cover a bunch of different teams. And the question you just asked me was, what does producing mean? Yes. Great question. What is producing? Basically, your job is to take a story idea from start to finish. So you brainstorm kind of what you want to do. Uh, then you work with a couple different people to make sure that, that can come to fruition. You create the content via production shoot. Then you bring it to the post-production department. They edit it all together. And then magic. But sometimes, like I've seen on your Instagram... That you, I did look you up on Instagram. That you have um, a microphone in your hand, so sometimes you are the host, like the host. Yes. So I produce content, and then I also host. Uh, so I've done. Yeah, that's a good question, <laughs> audience. What <laughs> the audience asked? What don't I do? Uh, I don't know. The the <laughs> it's a good question. You take it from um, start to finish. A little little bit of everything. So the uh, there's a term in like broadcasting industry in general called one man banding which in theory like a one man band you play like a harmonica and a drum and the guitar all at the same time so one man banding in production is that you kind of brainstorm the content you can shoot on a camera on your own you can edit on your own um which is super awkward when you have to shoot your own stand-ups. I had to do that in my first couple years, and you have to, like, focus on one thing and then jump in front of the camera in time and make sure you're still in focus. Wait, for those of you who don't know, what is a stand-up? A stand- oh, my gosh. I'm using so many terms that aren't understood easily. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, a stand-up... We're just commoners here. We don't understand these things. You, with this playlist, you can't call yourself a commoner. Okay. What's, what, what is it? Uh, so a stand-up is when you, quite literally... Stand up in front of the camera. Wow. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's the technical term. So it's when just basically you're not sitting? <laughs> That's a can good you do question. A stand up sitting? You can do a stand up uh, sitting. It's just like. The definition's not very clear. Uh, uh, is the it basically. Is it like a quick 
a quick snippet of film that is just kind of like stand-up comedy? You just go with the flow, maybe? Uh, it's definitely a quick bit, but it definitely is not stand-up comedy. I like to think I'm kind of funny, but we'll I also see. don't, I don't How think I'm so this? vain to say, oh yeah, I just kind of dabble in stand-up comedy every At day. At the end of this episode, please vote on a scale of 1 to 10, how funny is Dan? <laughs> Hashtag him, his, his Twitter is Dan P. Nolan. Yes. He's the second most famous ho- uh, guest that we've had on the show. What? Uh, yeah, at first I thought he was the most famous because he has over a thousand Twitter followers. Is this making you feel awkward? Uh, no, but to be fair, first is the worst, second is the best. So. <laughs> Sorry, Henry. Second most famous. Sorry, Henry. I'm cool with that. Um, I have I have risen to a twelve Twitter followers since the last recording oh, when I had. Ayo. I've had a four times over increase. So thanks What's out the there. Percentage on that? I don't do percentages. <laughs> I like I have is every humanity. Um. Okay. So. All right. We're gonna try to stick to a script because someone insulted me the other day and said that I never do. Like it's the conversation flows too freely. I've heard. Hmm. How do you feel about that? I guess we're going to find out. Do you... Okay, so let's just... What do you do to make the world a better place? Or what do you think people should do? I'm really glad that we started with such easy questions. We could go and... We can start in a different way. No, that's okay. What do I do... Literally, two minutes ago... Oh, I just work for Habitat for Humanity. And then you're going to ask what I do to make the... uh, To make the world a better place. You clearly have the edge on that one. It's not a competition! Um, we, oh, it's it's a competition. Uh, the sports but guy, he's always trying to have a competition. Um, so I guess I technically work in entertainment. So I guess something I do to make the world a better place is create things that people enjoy. Um, I guess I like volunteering. That's fun too. I, I would, I would, pretty much there. That's good. <laughs> Those are good things. People need to feel entertained because it's a stressful world that we're living in. Mm-hmm. Abby. Our random audience member, if she, she if she talks more, she would talk to you about how many hours she works, and she needs entertainment. And if the people who are making a big difference in the world aren't entertained, we'd all be not saying that you're not making a big difference in the world. Yeah. But like, if people, <laughs> I don't know how to take myself out of this. Just imagine people need distractions. Yes, for they sure. Are perfect. They, they need perfect. distractions from their everyday life, lives plural and sports are fun sports are fun that is for sure how do you feel about the Nats they're not part of your the, league uh the Nats are not a team that I work with um I know that it's been a tough summer for the Nats but we're recording right next to the stadium so I feel like I'm obligated to say it's a beautiful day outside go Nats yeah go Nats. get and- that curly dub oh curly W <laughs> um so great. And what's your life mission statement? <laughs> My life mission statement. Can you give me an example of what your life mission statement is? Good response. Okay, well first of all, I'll give you some examples of what the other guests have said. Okay. Some people, like one girl said, "My life mission statement changes every week." And next week I'm going to the beach, so it's beach, please. But she felt <laughs> But she felt really embarrassed by that because she felt like it wasn't like profound enough. Wow. But my life mission statement is pretty profound, so I don't... What is it? I've, it's, um, I slept and dreamt that life was joy. I woke and found that life was service. I acted and behold, service is joy. 
So, so it's pretty good. So yeah, I'll go ahead and come up with something that's that good. I didn't make that up. Right off the spot. Yeah. No. <laughs> someone else said, no. someone else's life mission statement was just actually like a message to women to like ask for it. Like ask for what you want. Oh, cool. That's cool. So it could be anything like at all. All right. Y'all, I'm sorry. Anything. We accidentally got cut off. And you missed the best life mission statement ever from Dan. Oh my gosh. Actually, <laughs> no, I, I do have, I think I have my life mission okay, statement. Okay, he's got it. Just for the record, <laughs> I didn't have a groundbreaking one in this short break. Um, there's no such thing as not having time. It's a double negative. There's always time. Because I think a lot of times people will say, uh, I don't have time to go do this. I don't have to come, time to go do that. And... I think it's much more about choosing what you do rather than not having the time to do it. So Amen, it could brother. Be something as Maybe simple. we can get some audience yeah. applause. Woo! Thank you. Yeah, did I woo myself? Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, no, but for real, like, if it could be something like simple, social, like you're like, oh, we're gonna go hit this bar, and you're like, oh, I don't have time, like probably have time. You just don't want to go to the bar. Yeah, that's like that's or fine. Stay up later to do the rest of your stuff. Right. Then you would have. Like, Who's that time? Because like, you sleep. Like, so maybe just I just sleep. don't want to go to the bar because I'm just having too much fun on the podcast. Yeah, y'all. Stop going to bars. Sign up to be in my podcast because we're trying to put one out every single week. I'm not going to lie in this episode at all because in the past few, I've made up like fake Twitters and fake um, emails and sponsors. Why have you been so dishonest with the audience? The audience wants to know. Just because I had, I didn't have a Twitter, I didn't have an email address, I didn't have any of this, so I just made it up. Oh, wait, you didn't have an email address? <laughs> so this is truly a I got, I got my first email address last week. No, I got an email address for the podcast. Okay. Just. This is actually a, a very important episode for many reasons. One, we have our first live audience. This is our first live show. This is a huge deal. This is our first live show. I did not woo that time. That was actually the audience. Two, (laughs) two, I have my first guest who I've never met. He just strolled up into my apartment and the dynamic seems to be working well. It's awesome. One of the first things she said was, welcome to my studio. It's my studio and my studio apartment. You guys heard and that because I was recording. I knew. Right, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. He really I liked it. I also learned that she secretly records people. Yeah. So that you never. questionable. Ethic-wise. It was Abby's idea. Audience's idea. No. Yeah, it was. Okay, number three. We are officially on iTunes and Stitcher. Nice. Four. I made a website. You guys, I've invested a lot of money and time into this. Say the website www.dogoodfeelgoodshow.com Thanks, Squarespace. You're not a sponsor yet, but maybe... Oh my gosh, wait. Oh, this makes me want to hear the theme song again. I, you, <laughs> you had that great theme song. Well, I do, forgot. Do you, mind, do you no. mind singing it again? We can never go back to that now. Oh man. Oh, but while we're on the topic of songs, remember I sent you that email and I told you the list of things we can maybe discuss? Mm-hmm. Did you by chance... Find a story of someone doing good in the world that you want to share? Uh, a story. So, let's just cut to the chase and say I did read the email and I did not do my homework. Yeah, you didn't write me back on the email. I actually said, can you please write me back on the email so that I can have my first email? But. And you but, didn't. I, I know. I was at, here. I just there you go, audience. You. But I also did text back and forth with you. So, obviously, we were in contact, even if I didn't send your first email. That's true. Or do. 
Yeah, so did you so you didn't do the email and you didn't do the things? Didn't do the email, didn't do the things. But I am here for a conversation. Yeah. And I think we're having a lot of fun. And what about you audience? Do you think we're having a lot of fun? <laughs> okay, see? Alright, these are the things that we discussed in the email that I sent him. It's only me talking. Put me on blast. So we did we did our talk about we did our do good. You said that you provide entertainment. We haven't done feel good. I know. Shit. We're gonna do feel good and we have shit corner to do still. We did mission statement. I, okay. I don't know. It's make make me feel like I, shit. I didn't get to say my mission statement. Well you're no, an audience, audience member. When it's your turn to be a can guest. Can the audience collectively have a mission statement? All right. Collectively, raise yes, your hands. audience, including cat. Raise your hands. All right, unanimously, the audience has decided to share their mission statement. <laughs> unanimously, the audience dedicates this to Paris Hilton and is going to go with, I just tell people what they want to hear and then do what I want. Oh, that's because she's a lawyer. <laughs> Harvard Law, baby. This pod- Oops, just They're kidding. Not should I Should I beep that out? <laughs> no. I can't. Um, okay, when you do your... Oh, so later we're going to be doing face masks. Um... So that's what no Dan's gonna be doing to feel good. I might do one too. What? You make him do one without. Yeah, well, because now I have to go to this concert right after this. I don't know if I have time. Life is really hard. Okay, so really quickly, good nature. Okay, so you guys out in the audience, not you, but the listeners, the millions of listeners around the globe. Um, we were thinking about doing a segment when the guest or me reads or shares a. A story like from the news like on my favorite murder they read the murders of people doing good in the world we're going to call it either gazpacho for the heart like it's a take on chicken soup for the soul Ooh. or egg drop soup for the heart <laughs> so we're just picking the food that goes with for the heart yeah like gazpacho chi- for the heart like chicken real solid all right so gazpacho from the heart it's a segment you're gonna hear next time <laughs> not today wow fan mail didn't get any oh my god we actually got one question for you yes oh it's from my friend and it's so funny actually it's serious okay okay serious question in sports how important is it to throw the ball okay this is a question that we actually get a lot in sports as the overall industry and it is important to throw a ball when the sport has a ball involved but how important i would say very important but oh. <laughs> there's there's so many ways you could break this down. Okay. I mean, you can't throw a ball really in soccer unless you're a goalie or else it's a handball. Mm-hmm. And in baseball, you throw it. And in football, you throw it. Basketball, I, don't, I guess you throw it. You kind of pass it. It's more of what you're supposed to do. Yeah, her boyfriend was like, what does he mean throw a ball in basketball? Does he mean throw a ball at the basket? But that would be shooting. That's true. Although, I think if you're describing someone shot in basketball as, yeah, they're throwing it at the hoop, they're probably not very good at basketball. Yeah, you have to shoot it. <laughs> But okay. some sports don't even have, you know, the like hockey's got a puck. So hockey players, they don't have to be good at throwing the ball. That's true. So in general, for all sports, even if they do and don't have a ball, like do a ratio, <laughs> do an analysis, and tell us how important is it to throw a ball. What was what, what did I do before this? <laughs> Just give us a number. Analysis? Give us a number. One single number. So Total. Uh, like, are even, we like scaling like one to ten? Don't even tell yeah. us the scale. Yeah, no, don't tell us the scale. Don't okay, tell us the scale. I've reset the scale. Okay. And it is 16. <laughs> oh, all right. But you have no idea what that means because you don't know the scale. This Are you is. Tell us the scale? 
No. I was told not to no. tell you. This is the oh. one of the, this is one of the mysteries. So of thank you, fan mail. And His name is how important N is it Bird seventy two forty seven two four zero. It is Birdman seven two four zero. The importance of being able to throw a ball in sports is sixteen. Final answer. And you could quote me on that. All right, that's entertainment, baby. That's what it's all about on this podcast and in Dan's life. So if he told you how important it really was to throw a ball, would you watch sports anymore? No. <laughs> you wouldn't. I wouldn't, right? I might. Okay. <laughs> Next. We did the thing. Oh, this segment is called Help Me Make Segments. This is the segment when guests help me brainstorm segments. I like this. So what do you think? Okay. Well, first, I'm a big fan of puns. I think my sister is probably the best pun maker on the planet. What's your sister's name? My sister's name is Jess. She's moved to the DMV. Woo! I know. She's moved to Arlington. Welcome, Pumped. Jess. I know. Welcome. Can we tag her on this? Sure. No. What's her Twitter handle? Well, maybe we don't want to disclose it to everyone. Yeah, today. it's kind of, you know, she needs the secret identity. She's yeah. super famous. <laughs> I think Your you, you, can, you can you can relate, yeah. you know? Okay, yes. Um. Okay, so... Okay, so <laughs> puns are good. <laughs> yeah, so... All right, brainstorming segments. I think coming up with puns for the segment names are important, but also you should do stuff based on your life. It's like Habitat for Humanity. You should make, like, house puns. I like building puns. Everyone, when they talk about what they're doing good for the world, has to make a pun about it. Ooh. I or... Don't, I don't know. I don't want to, like... You see, maybe I didn't... Maybe I'm just you brainstorming show titles Maybe I didn't much. make a clear... Well, you just need punny segment names. Yeah, I think you it's more know. segment names. I don't think the segment is making puns. So are you committing yeah. to helping me come up with the theme songs for all the segments? Is that what's happening? In no way did I say that, but yeah. I can help you no. if you want. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, wait. Se- different segments you could do. Um, you could... So this is an audio podcast... And you could just describe, like, a cool activity you're doing, but you can't see it. You can only describe it. That's so, what we're going to do when you do your face mask. Wow. So you, you, you nailed it. Punch. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm shutting down all your ideas. What a terrible host. The host is with the mostest. Did you see that I set the studio up for you? Dan. Oh, my gosh. Dan's that is looking. so cool. I, yeah, he just, oh, wait. Hold on. Yeah, this is a part of our new it, segment. Describe it. what's going oh, yeah. on that you it. can't see. Who describes it? That, okay. Do I describe it? You describe Don't it. Do. Hold on. Wait. Let okay. Me. Okay. Tell us about your hero right now. Enrique Iglesias is my hero. <laughs> Seriously, talk about the hero. Okay. Uh, I can really take myself seriously while describing my hero while listening to Hero by Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> Uh, my hero's my dad. Dad rocks. He's a great person. Um, I like to say he's my hero because of all the things he stands for. Not necessarily the, like, literal things he does in work, like we do different jobs. Um, but I think he stands for the right things. So, I would say my dad's my hero. That was awesome. (laughs) Alright. She doesn't know my real hero's Enrique Iglesias. That was our first segment. Who is your hero? And now I think we'll talk about... Do you still want me to describe Yeah. Now I think we'll talk about what we can see clearly now that we describe with words what we see. And we provide you with an audio visual cue with our voices. Here we go. Why don't you tell us what you can see clearly with your eyes? Okay. I'm looking around the studio slash studio apartment. 
And behind me is a sign that says, Do Good, Feel Good, episode number three, Dan P. Nolan. Can you guess what my middle name is based on my middle initial? Peter? Peter's not right. How many guesses do you get? 16. You get yes. 16 that's guesses? That's how important ball throws oh. are. Oh my gosh. All right, you can do. You can have 16 guesses, but you only have 45 seconds to guess okay. all of them. Okay, so Peter, no. Peter, Pan, Paul. No. no. Pierce. No, no. Uh... Is it a strange name? Like a unique person? No. Percy. Time's running out. No. Pants. No, no. Wow, Pounce. you're up to nine guesses. P-Pants no, is not my Pepe. middle name. Pepe. Pepe, also not my middle name. Okay, you have five more guesses. Pa- Pablo, Pedro. Pablo, Pedro, also not my middle names. Three Parkinson. more guesses. Parkinson. My name is definitely not Daniel Parkinson Nolan. Uh, two more guesses. You got 10 seconds. Are there any more P-Names? P- Pearson. Did you say that? Pearson? Patrick. Patrick is correct. Yes! At the buzzer. And, and for the record. I threw that name out like a that ball. Was, that was sports. guess number 16. Oh my gosh. 16 comes back around. That was incredible. Listen. Wow. Fans, start a, start a cult following and make it be called 16. 16 candles. There's no copyright 16 there. bars of music. Big thing. Wow. All right. So 16 look. Candles, classic 80s movie. We have two segments now. Okay. Myself every week. Okay. What have you done this week that made you feel good? Well, finished my um, cross stitch. The answer is there's nothing. Oh, that did make you feel good. That, that's what made you feel good. Yeah, I finished the cross stitch, okay. cross stitch that I had been working on. Oh my God, it's so funny. And I'm giving it it's to Abby. It's so funny. Hold on, we're going to have to go to the next segment now. They're they're looking at the beautiful cross-stitch that I made for my friend. And Abby claimed it for herself because I messed it up. So the quote is, we don't make mistakes, just happy little accidents, Bob Ross. But I wrote, we don't make mistakes. Mistakes. There's two Ks. So now we have a new hashtag. It's called no mistakes. Hashtag N-O-M. I-S-T-A-K-K-E-S. I gave it, we don't make mistakes. I'm giving it to Abby because she agreed to come be the audience. That's the only reason I'm even here because I wanted this so badly. I offered her, I told her to make me a, like a, an offer, like, like a number amount, a dollar amount. And I told her to give me $5,000 to sponsor okay. the opening reception of Habitat on the Hill 2019, yeah, which I thought was a reasonable request. And she said That's a mistake. No. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> mistake catches on as going to be so good. I love that word. I feel like mistake so kind of sounds like a nice cookie. Like, wouldn't you eat a mistake? <laughs> but what would the flavor be like and the texture? To be honest be with you. Coffee related. No, I don't no. think so. I think I, it'd be I, crunchy with some chocolate cream I, on the inside. Can I just very tell you exactly thin. what the I was thinking? Will be very I was thinking thin. of like a Milano cookie. But with thinner cookies? But, like, huh. mostly because maybe it sounded similar. <laughs> but mistake kind of sounds like a cookie. Must, and you could drink your Moscato with it. Oh, Moscato, Moscato. Moscato. Or Moscato and... is like Sorry, an Asian drink. Moscato sounds, sounds like an Asian drink. Yeah, Saki. Yeah, I guess. Moscato bomb. <laughs> I have often thought that was a mistake the next day after I woke up from uh, drinking many I one believe many we just bombs. made a new word. And a pun. That this has been pun it up, baby. <laughs> Lucky number sixteen. And thus I did have a good idea for a show segment. Yeah. Lucky number sixteen um. pun corner. So 
That was the time in the episode when I ask you the awkward question of, do you want to be a reoccurring host? And when we have guests, then we can have two, um, are you looking at Momo? Uh-uh. By the way, you're, you're feeling awkward for this, so you have to look away? No. Let me describe what's happening. Abby's <laughs> looking away because she thinks this is very awkward. So Luke doesn't want to be a host, and he's so good. And so I need a, a reoccurring co-host that will help me... Like, talk to my guests so I'm not the only one. And there can be inside jokes and people will tune in. They don't want to only listen to me as host. Well, no pressure. you do have a great studio audience that is helping contribute. She's crying This is from... his friendly way of saying I don't ever want to no, be busy. No, I definitely come back. You... Okay, so we brought a reoccurring <laughs> guest. All right. And I'm crying. Wow. The studio audience is crying. Well, do you want me to make it a little more awkward? It can be my shit corner. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is definitely not the most shitty thing that has happened in my week. It actually wasn't just, it wasn't Wait, shitty what's at shit all. Corner? Describe well, what shit first corner. of all, this segment actually does have a theme song and it's <laughs> Shit Corner. And we go around the room, we talk about something shitty that happened in our week because we can't pretend like it's all feeling good all the time. Ooh, Life okay. does yeah. throw you limits. Sure. So, this isn't actually shitty, it's just funny. And. <laughs> I do feel shitty that you weren't so excited to be a co-host, so now's the time when I'll tell you. I tried to save one photo of you. Did Luke tell you this? No. no, I tried to save one photo of you on my computer so I could send it to Luke and be like, is this person famous about the guy that you were with that was my picture that I sent? Well, who was that guy? Okay, so keep going. I'll tell you how much you want me to tell you now. Yeah, say it now. Okay, so the person in the picture with me that you shared on social media is Phil Chenier who's one of the greatest wizard slash bullets of all time, and his numbers in the rafters. And that interview was the week of uh, him having his number put in the rafters. That's so cool. In Capital yeah. Arena. The picture um, that I'll put a link to it in the info of this podcast. For real. He, yeah. So he also was the, he played for the team, and then he did the color commentary for 33 years in the TV broadcast. Wow. So he's a big, big part of so he- wizard slash bullets basketball. The bullets are what the team was used to call. Was used to be called. See, DC, you're learning. <laughs> um, so yeah, I save. I wanted to save that one image, and I saved it as famous person. And so I wanted to send it to Luke and be like, "Is this guy famous?" Luke is in the last guest on our pod. For those of you who have listened to more than one episode, I sent it to Luke, and then well, I wanted to send it to Luke, and then when I saw that I saved it, I actually ended up saving all of your entire Instagram library. <laughs> And it, it ended up saving as famous person files. And so I have, like, all of your Instagram in my computer. And I, I didn't delete it because I was like, I'll probably use some stuff again, actually. But also so I could show you, like, it's so awkward. I was like, oh, this is not what I wanted. Famous person files. So basically, you can't save one photo from Instagram from your computer, for those of you out there who have ever tried. You could honestly call this, like, an Instagram like murder show <laughs> of like a famous person files could be the name of it and it could be all about how you download oh pictures. no yeah famous person files that's, Isn't yeah, that's, scary? that's me <laughs> those are my instagram pictures but those, it's not actually all of them no it's not but it's at least it's, a lot of them. it's at least 16 or more anyway so that was my shit corner it was actually just more funny yeah dan has to do yeah um so my shit corner this week is I am in the middle of trying to track down a new apartment 
and that is a lot more difficult than you would think for the one reason of one-bedroom apartments are much more expensive on someone you, than a two-bedroom with a roommate. Are you and, not willing to try a studio? Um, I, like, once I see the perfect studio slash studio apartment, I never can top it, and I'm witnessing slash looking slash absorbing all of the aura of this space right now, and it will never be topped. Yeah, so... So how could I possibly get another one when it's just going to be a disappointment? You can move into first residence, <laughs> and I will get a $1,000 benefit to which i'll give you 450 dollars yeah, that's fun sounds like an offer um so there's... i don't know that's like it's not even that bad though it's a process that it's kind of quite fun, literally though. every single person goes through and it's fun to look at new places Ooh. and new areas momo just hissed at abby yeah. um so the thing is shit corner really is supposed to show you that maybe your life's not that shitty yeah oh that's, that's the shittiest that's a... thing that happened to you this week your life's pretty good yeah no i'm I feel like I'm in a good place in my life. Apartment searching sucks, but it is also kind of fun. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Good point, audience. I had um, shoulder surgery in February, and my shoulder has been hurting so bad. This week I actually stayed home for two days. To my physical therapist office on Friday, and I had a massage for like 45 minutes of the session, which was like my favorite kind of session. So that was a plus. Life isn't so bad. And what's your turnaround for the for the studio or for the apartment search? What's, what's my what's your happy positive? My happy positive. What we oh, like to call I get to explore an inner these... tickle is what we call an good things. inner tickle. My inner tickle. Uh, <laughs> no, it's searching for a new area in the city. It's awesome. I get to look at all these different places. Before I came over here in Southwest, I was looking at different places in Southwest to potentially move to. And like I, you know, this is an area I've been down for like Nats games or to go to a bar to every once in a while, but. I've never spent, like, a ton of time here, so exploring different places. That's fun. Like, every, whenever you move, it's, like, it's, like it's stressful in... to, like, start searching and to have to get everything to the apartment. Yeah. But then it's, like, the fresh start every time. Yeah. Even if it's not, like, really a, a fresh yeah, start. Yeah, it really does but... feel like that. You're like, this is a new pe- chapter in my life. I'm mm-hmm. starting clean. Nothing else has that has ever happened matters anymore because I'm living in a new place. I right. I decorate it different, and that means I'm a new person. When you just, like, explore all the new restaurants, the new bars, like, what's near me now? Yeah, like, how is my life going to feel? Like, your whole life just feels different. It's true. And, and also, like, every new year, people make New Year's resolutions. And they try to stick to them. And oftentimes, they get at least a month and a half into the year. Most people. Jim is usually like two and a half weeks into the new year. <laughs> They're like, new year, Speak new me, yourself. doing it. Yeah, I'm. you can't see me, but I'm not exactly a large person. You will see At him. one point in my life. I'm going to post trying. his entire Instagram library <laughs> to... Famous person files. To the website. Um... But yeah, but this kind of feels like a successful New Year's resolution when you move, too. You're like, oh, look, look what I did. Like, new year, new me. New apartment, new me. I'm here. Exactly. Isn't it true. crazy that every year we're like, I want to be a new me? Yeah. That is really, that's a great point. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong, yeah, what's wrong with what's you? What's wrong with you? Because you always me. stay still being some version of you. Can you raise your hand, audience? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You can also always get better. Yes, audience? <laughs> That's good. That's all about doing good for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's part of the podcast. All right, y'all. We got to do the space mask at the speed of light because I'm going to a Brad Paisley concert tonight, everyone out there, because I won tickets at a fundraiser that I hosted. 
for real. So you gave yourself tickets? No, someone won it in the raffle and then they gave me. No, someone won the raffle and then they gave me the extra ticket. Let's go to the face mask counter. All right, we have a few different face masks. Everyone voted in. They said they wanted us to do charcoal. We decided against it. Um, We have three sheet masks. And we have a transforming liquid foil mask that shows up as silver on your face. We have a meso mask. This one is more of like a peel, so I wouldn't recommend it if you ever want to be in the sun and you have fragile skin, which it looks like you do. Wow, thank you. I'd take that as a compliment. <laughs> and then turmeric orange. This is a peel-off mask. I actually think we should do this because I think it'll be funny to hear you in pain when you peel it off. Do good, audio. feel good. <laughs> sometimes. Do good, feel good. Guests in pain. Sometimes it's a new segment. It feels good to be in pain sometimes. That's what we call an inner tickle. Sometimes what? you're... Sometimes you're tickled. No, that is, you said an inner tickle was like the positive spin on a situation that was bad. I know, but. Not a bad of a positive situation. I know, but when I had my physical therapy the other day, he's like, how does this feel? And I'm like, I mean, it kind of tickles, like a deep inner tickle. And, and he, once a physical therapist had told me that means it actually hurts and your body's masking the pain. And so basically, sometimes when you feel a tickle, you're actually, it's pain. What you're telling me is that. I can't trust anything you're saying in this podcast because you're telling me inner tickle means two different things. This is the first time in the podcast that I haven't lied. <laughs> like, so, like for the whole, I mean, this episode. Wow. I haven't lied one time in this whole episode. I'm proud of you. So, thanks. But what I'm saying is the inner tickle might be masking your pain. That's all I gotta say, you guys. Ooh, masking, which brings us to... Oh, my, okay. So then do you wanna do the painful mask? Uh, no, I think I'm going to pass on that. Thank okay. you for the offer, though. So, look, we have... Do you want to do just a sheet mask? That's good probably, for the pictures. Sheet mask is probably going to be where I go. So, we have Nature Recipe Honey, Juice mm. Up Blackberry Mask, mm. and Aloe Rescue. Which are you going to choose? I, I think the honey is speaking I'm to not going to actually do the mask just because I'm running a little yeah, low on yeah, time. Yeah, you're going to have to go. And so, Abby, which one are you going to do? I, I mean, audience. You have no name. That's the foil mask. Audience has no Do you name. think that's going to be too dark? No, it's silver. Okay. All right, they're going to apply I'm their mask. Pictures anyways, I'm gonna, they're going to apply their mask, and once that happens, we're going to hop back on. Into the-